Hey you, what's up? This is Melissa from the Beautifully Built Inside and Out podcast. Today I'm coming back to you with another fit chick combo with one of my good friends, Hannah. Hannah and I actually used to work together, so it's been really fun watching her fitness journey evolve over time. Hannah just completed her very first marathon here in the Boston Marathon, so I'm so proud of her and it was awesome to be able to chat with her and hear more about what it took to train to be a marathon runner. So Hannah, thank you so much. I am super excited to have you on the show. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, so. we're excited to have you. <laughs> I am a teacher in Medford. I teach kindergarten. And so my life is pretty... I'm like, that's a workout in itself, I bet. <laughs> yeah, so it's been like a struggle this past year, fitting in like work and fitness, especially I ran the marathon this past April, so... Boston Marathon runner, and you completed yes. it. Yes. We were, we were joking before the interview because it was literally the most disgusting day in Boston. Like, yep, what was the temperature? I don't even know. I didn't even want to think about it. It was like literally it. 30 degrees and like sleeting, hailing, like awful. Yes. Yes. And I was just telling Melissa, my toenails are still not recovered. It's now July. <laughs> still off. Well, congratulations. That is such a huge accomplishment. Thanks. Yeah. I cannot believe I even did it, but you know what? I was on Kiss on Weight that morning. It's so funny. Like I called in on my way to Hopkinson. That was like, I was like, I'm not going to get on. I'm not going to get on. And I'm like, oh my God. And uh, Maddie was like, you're not going to finish. Like, do you have, you're really not going to finish. And I was like, what? wow, you're really optimistic for me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> thanks. Thanks radio yeah. show. Jeez. <laughs> but you know what? I ran for someone who has ALS and won't be able to um, use his legs or arms or anything eventually. So, wow, that's so you had, yeah, some it. good motivation pushing yeah. you through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that and like, I didn't use headphones the whole way through, which people think we're crazy, but you, you just can't. Like, I just listened to people along the route, tell me their story, why they're running. Oh, that's so yeah. powerful. It was so cool. It's really the, it was cool. the best experience ever. And now I'm actually running the New York Marathon in November for the same time. Wow, good for you. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about how you got into fitness. Were you an athlete your whole life or was it something? No, no, I wasn't. So I have, I've just did like cheerleading my whole life, which is, I guess it's- That's still a sport. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, But it was, I've never been like that truly athletic person. I never had an athletic really built. And then this past year, I just like, I broke up with a longtime boyfriend. I got mm. super skinny because I was not eating and whatever. And then I ended up going to Italy and getting super fat. <laughs> Italy I, will do that to you. Seriously. When I came back, I was like, I just don't want to live like this anymore. Yeah. I don't want to be this person. I don't want to be this depressed girl over like a fucking breakup. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can swear on that. <laughs> no, you can. We're fine. We don't mind. We're all big girls on here. (laughs) Yeah. So I came back and I was just like, I need to set goals and I need to fulfill those goals. Even if it's to walk 20 minutes a day, I need to fulfill my goals. And that's what I kind of did. And I set my goal to run the marathon this year and I applied and I got in and I made it happen. And yeah, um, you kept that promise to yourself, which is so incredibly empowering, which was super hard because, you know, when you're with someone for so long and you don't know how to live without that person, like yeah. you 
yeah, it's just tough. And then I started my new job in September, which was amazing for me. I've met so many of my best friends through teaching and my students have been so inspiring. You can go to my Instagram. They made me like these big posters when I was running the marathon. Mm. They're like, go Miss O'Brien. How cute. And just to know that you have like these kids looking up to you and you really inspire them. Like they wrote on the posters, like Miss O'Brien's going to win. And just like looking at Mm -hmm. that. And that's amazing because you're just planting that vision in their minds at such a young age that when you set out to do something, you can follow through and do it. (laughs) Yes. Especially like the moms in my class were so awesome. They're like, this teaches young women that they can do what they set their minds to. And Mm -hmm. I'm actually um, coaching with one of the parents in my school next fall. We started this program called Girls on the Run. It's a program based in Boston. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but um, it's basically empowering like students girls to run and um make long-lasting relationships and so we do that twice a week we train for a 5k and at the end of 10 weeks um we run a 5k and it's gonna be great yeah that's a really great idea so we do it's fifth grade girls only and you just make long-lasting relationships and because you know how hard it is transitioning from fifth grade to middle school and your body's changing and you don't have many friends and Mm. it's yeah, so we're excited to start that. Um, one of the other schools in our district did it flat this past year, and it was great. So we're trying at our school. Wow, good for you. That's great. I can't wait to hear more about that. Yeah. That's awesome and really exciting. <laughs> yes. So getting into fitness and bringing fitness into your life, how do you feel like that's made an impact on your life? It's made a really positive impact. Like even my parents, I was going, like I said, I was going through a really rough patch, and I was just being a really honestly shitty person everyone I came in contact with until I started running and lifting and doing stuff for myself your your body needs it it's so true when I didn't believe it when people said it like you need to take time for yourself Mm -hmm. and at least an hour a day you can make time for yourself I mean if even if I just have to stretch for 15 minutes I need to do it like it's my time I don't not gonna be bothered I'm gonna put my phone away I'm gonna take the time to reflect on my day what I can do to do better and yeah I love that you say make the time too, because like, I think some people just think like, oh, all these people working out are so lucky. They have all this time. And it's like, no, 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 no. Everyone has chaos in their life, but you make the time, you make it work for you. Mm -hmm. Even if I have to wake up at 5.45 and run on my treadmill that's behind me, um, (laughs) I will, because that's just, I need to make time for myself and to help my body especially I'm not a coffee drinker. So kind of my energy is yeah. running or doing yoga in the morning or yeah, the endorphins. Yeah. I, yeah. I personally don't like coffee and which sucks because I work with five-year-olds <laughs> that I need a lot of energy, but yeah, <laughs> producing natural. Yeah. So right now, what is your favorite type of fitness? Is it, are you mainly focused on running or do you do different types of fitness? You mentioned yoga as well. Um, so I obviously have to be running. I don't necessarily think it's my favorite activity. I personally love Zumba. Yeah. Yes. Dance, baby. Yeah. Love Zumba. And I do, I actually go to the energy bar in Stoneham and they have this awesome, awesome class called cardio dance. And yeah, so they make choreographed dance to these songs. You kind of just do it every single week and you learn the dance moves and it's so much fun. And no one knows how to dance in the class. So it's kind of like. You're not judged at all. And that's my favorite thing because I'm not like a really good dancer. I'm okay from cheering, but it's good to be with women who like don't judge and just want to have fun and get a good workout and sweat a little bit. (laughs) It's my favorite. Yeah, that's really fun. Yeah. 
That's awesome. And I like how they call it cardio dance, so I don't feel like it's a workout. I think I'm just dancing. Yeah, (laughs) you're just having fun. But I'm sure you leave there sweating. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. More than, like, any other activity I do, actually, because I get really into it. Yeah. Yeah, especially when everyone else is the room is, like, really into it and the music's really good. Exactly. Yes. (laughs) So what what are some of the valuable lessons that you think fitness has taught you? Definitely to take time for yourself. Number one, you need to take time for yourself. And this isn't just about fitness. Like I was just telling Melissa how I went skydiving on Monday by myself because I just wanted to do it, you know? You guys, she was like, she was telling me, she's like, yeah, I went skydiving. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so awesome. And I was like, who'd you go with? She's like, myself. (laughs) Yeah. Everyone like that I work with. That is so badass. You're like, I'm just getting in my car and I'm going to go skydiving. (laughs) And not to mention she drove like two hours too. (laughs) I, um. I, I don't want to wait for someone or a man or anyone to live my life. I will go on like last week I went on like a two hour hike up to Mount Monadnock in New Hampshire because I just wanted to do it. <laughs> like, oh I, my God. I love you. That is so awesome. There's no need to wait. Um, I, I just like anything in the world. Like I, I don't need a man to do anything. I want to yeah. be able to be financially stable, yep. mentally stable, physically stable without the need of anyone else. Good for you. That is so badass. I love it. I love it. Yeah. It's just just so true. If you, if you're not okay with being alone with yourself, then you got a lot of work to do. Yes. And that was my problem for a long time. I was so reliant on someone that I was like, Mm -hmm. what the hell do I do now that I don't have anyone? Yeah. And and it's like when you're, when you're constantly distracted by somebody else, you just miss the opportunity to do that inner soul searching. That's yes. so important. Mm-hmm. And that's what fitness has really taught me. Like I did not, I, the only thing I ran was a 5k before, before the marathon. I wow. never ran anything else. And then I kind of trained my mind into believing that I could do something. And that's mm-hmm. what really changed my life. Yeah. Me telling myself that I could actually do it. Like my trainer gave me um, a training plan, obviously, and I kept going up my mileage. And I was like, I cannot get past like 14 miles. But then, like, my mentality started to change, and I was like, I can do this. Just one more mile. Just one more mile. Think about all the people that can't run and who don't have legs that work and who don't have lungs that work. And that's what helps me through it. Yeah, seriously, your thoughts really do become your things. And the more mm-hmm. you, you know, the more you talk negative negatively to yourself, that's just what's gonna transpire. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. That's really powerful. So what are some of the things that you do on a daily basis to keep yourself so inspired and fired up and motivated? I, people make fun of me also for this at work. I have this huge ass agenda book, like Mm -hmm. the size of a fucking table. I love it. And I write everything that I'm going to do for the day down. Wait, hold on. Does it kind of look like this? Yes. <laughs> We're on video right now. So you yes. guys on the podcast can't hear, but I have a cute, it's like a poster board calendar. Yes. So yep. I feel like I carry it around and it has like inspiring quotes in it too. Yeah. And everything I write down, I have to do yeah. everything. And if I don't do it, then I'm, I'm upset with myself because if I write it down, it means it's in my head and I have to do it. Oh my gosh. You want to know what I use mine for? It's kind of like the opposite of yours. Maybe you should mix some of this into and try it. So at the end of the day, I write down my wins. So all of the things that I did throughout the day, because so many, yeah, because so many days you go to bed and you're like, oh, I didn't do enough, you know, especially entrepreneur life. Like I have 
an ongoing to-do list forever and ever and ever. And it's really easy for me to be like, oh, I didn't do enough today. I didn't accomplish enough today. And then when you actually write down all of the things that you did, all of like the wins for the day, it's an amazing feeling. I really should do that. Yeah, try it. It's really cool. Because then you're like, you look down and you're like, holy shit. Like I actually did a lot today. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, definitely it feels writing good, it feels good to like check things off or yeah. cross things out. Yeah, exactly. So you know exactly what you're accomplishing. Mm-hmm. So you just like you set you set that promise to yourself. Mm-hmm. You write it down and you just make sure that you do it. You get it done. Yeah, yeah that's really cool. I like that. Because if you have a think about it, if you have a job and you don't get things done, you get fired. So why don't you do that to yourself? You need for to your make own sure life. You're, yeah, you hold yourself yeah. accountable for doing things that yeah. you need. Your body needs. It's such a funny thing how like for the most part, when someone makes a promise to like their best friend, they usually keep it. But then yeah. when they say something for themselves, they're, they're like, okay with breaking their own promise. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Um, what else? What else should we talk about? <laughs> what are some other things that I didn't cover? Let's talk. Let's go into a little bit. Um, I would love to hear from you a little bit more about how you do kind of manage your time, because especially being a teacher, you're at school all day. So what does your schedule look like throughout the day? Like, how do you fit everything in? Yeah, it's tough. Um, I always take on a lot more than I probably should, Mm -hmm. but it's, and I need to learn how to say no more. Um, I'm actually in school as well myself. Wow. Yeah. So I go to school, I get there around like 7.45 and I'm there till at least 3, 3.30. Um, so I usually do my workouts in the morning and then if I have time in the afternoon, I'll do like a class. So I'll do like bar or yoga or something like that. Um, but when I'm training for like a marathon, say, I need to make time for myself at night because it's way too much in the morning to run 15 miles, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that's why I usually do my longer runs on the weekends. So my normal day, like at the end of the year, when I did not, I wasn't running the marathon, I would go to, I would wake up, do a run on my treadmill or on my, um, rower. And then I would go to work. I worked like the after school program, wow. um, till five thirty a couple days a week too with a special needs child um as it's one-on-one and so I would get out like 5 30 and then I'd be super exhausted I'm like oh do I work out hmm. but yes I always end up going to the energy bar in Stoneham again they're awesome and yeah and then I would go home and do homework because that's wow. my life <laughs> do homework too that's wow that's a lot <laughs> yeah it's a lot but so then what about your nutrition like how do you even find time for food in there <laughs> you know what nutrition is something I struggle with and have been struggling with forever, especially because I don't have much time during the day to eat. So I pack so many freaking little baggies of things Mm -hmm. and I eat throughout like when my kids are at gym, I'll like eat something or when they're having snack, I'll have a little snack. That's what I was going to say. I was like, you must have to meal prep because if you don't have stuff with you throughout the day, it's like you go all day without eating and then yeah. I can't leave and like go home and eat lunch and come back. Like I just yeah. don't have the time for that. Doesn't I have like a 20 minute lunch if that. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't work that way. <laughs> and I'm sure you can feel it on your runs when you like haven't eaten enough. Oh yeah. There's been times where I have not like eaten and I can't make it through a certain amount of miles. That and hydration. People mm-hmm. think that I just drink water, but no, like when you're a runner, you need to be drinking this. I drink this thing called noon. You've heard of noon. Electrolytes, right? right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So that, but it's a little less sugar than Gatorade. Yeah. Um, so I drink those when I run. You're not really supposed to be drinking a lot of water when you run because you're mm. sweating all that water out. Yeah. So you need those electrolytes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So easily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I had to learn that the hard way because I got super dehydrated during one of my runs. Mm-hmm. And my yeah. trainer reminded me that, um, 
yeah, you shouldn't be doing that. Also, Advil, another thing I learned in the running process. You should not take Advil after you run and you're sore. Really? I guess it really yeah, yeah. Hmm. So I learned that the hard way too. Um, I don't know why, but my Yeah, I'm trying to think of why. Yeah, I have no idea. I mean, I know, I know like a lot of like painkillers and stuff like that are pretty hard on your liver sometimes. So maybe that's why I don't know. Yeah. And she said that I'm not really experiencing pain. I'm just sore and there's a difference and you shouldn't take Advil when you're just sore. Yeah. So I am not a runner at all. I'm not a runner (laughs) at all. Um, I was dating a guy and he was doing a half Ironman. And so his training was like insane. And one day he jokingly was like, oh, like come out with me. I'm training for my run. And of course me, like, so hard-headed I'm like I can do that whatever yes. I can do it little did I know that it was gonna be 13.1 miles and I'm <gasps> not a runner oh my God. and I made it I survived yeah. but the intestinal discomfort oh my gosh I had the worst diarrhea not to be gross but seriously yes. like my intestines were like what the hell <laughs> It's crazy how like your body reacts to to the stress if you're not used to it. Exactly. Yes. It's crazy. Oh my gosh. This has been so fun. I love chatting with you, Hannah. (laughs) So where can our listeners connect with you if they would like to connect with you and chat more with you? So you can find me at on Instagram. I don't even know my I made new Instagram because like Instagram is the best. Yep. Yeah, I had to um <laughs> yeah, I just seen all like the pictures of my ex-boyfriend and stuff off of there. Good for you. Just make a new one. Yeah. Yeah. So I made a new one. It's Hannah O'Brien XX. And then my Facebook's just Hannah O'Brien. Cool. So I'll definitely put um, yeah, those in the, actually, in the show notes too so that people can find you. Yes. And I'm actually a certified personal trainer now. Yeah. Congrats. Yes. And I should be um, starting sometime soon doing something along those lines. I don't know. I need to make time for things that make yeah. me happy. Yeah. Maybe I in the summer to, when you have a little bit more time. Yes. I would love to like teach a Zumba class or a bar class or something like that. I'm not necessarily like Sunny who like loves <laughs> that side of personal training, like one-on-one, but I yeah. love like group energy. Yeah. Like yeah. That. That's awesome. Group's really fun. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So before we wrap things up, do you have one piece of advice that you could leave our listeners with? Hmm. I know I've said this a lot throughout the interview, but Always make time for yourself and things that make you happy. You only have one life. You only have one body. Take care of it and do what you love to do. And don't let anyone stop you from that. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. Live your life. Yeah. There's this (laughs) quote by Jim Rohn and it says, he says, your body is your only place you have to live. Yes. And it's so true. Like you're, if you're not paying enough attention to yourself and your body, how are you going to show up in the world for your kids, your husband, your girlfriend, whoever it may be. Yep. And you know what? People notice you being happier and you taking care of yourself. Like I have gotten so much credit over the past year with taking care of myself and just being generally like more happy from fitness. It radiates. Yeah. It does. You get a new kind of glow when you're doing better. A new kind of glow. I totally agree with that. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your heart with us. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. It was such a blast. Really appreciate it. Wait, wait, wait. Don't turn it off yet. I just want to remind you that I'm looking for more people that want to come on and share how fitness has made an impact in your life. So if you or anyone you know may be interested, make sure to hit me up on Instagram, A underscore healthy underscore 
attitude.